106.9 Sunday Sesh. With Ed and Gia. Right very disappointing woohoo well, I put a lot of effort into that thank you very much did you though because it didn't sound like Woo-hoo! it yeah, I think mine was also a bit disappointing anyway let's move on from that we're keeping you across everything from the weekend and the week to come and tell you what it is a cracking afternoon I mean it's kind of night time but it looks like the Arvo out there beautiful blue skies across Honeysuckle right now yeah that's so good how was your weekend G what'd you do Oh, I helped the boyfriend move house. Oh, Gia's like all in love with the boyfriend and it's like, oh. I'll do anything for you, including moving every single thing that you and your entire family owns <laughs> to a brand new house that's literally less than a kilometre away, but it has a pool. Oh, so that's the only reason you're doing it, because oh. we're coming into summer. 100%. He ain't getting dumped for at least six months until that sunshine goes away, but I got a bit burnt. Have a look at that. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm very red right now, so I wouldn't advise that. I worked all weekend. Trying to save up the money. You're literally wearing one of our branded Hit Hit 106.9 shirts right now. You are out and about in the the, cars. uh, In the Hit Squad, giving out all the freebies. Shout out to everyone I saw who came and got some kombucha from me. What's the credit line? Remedy Kombucha. Sugar-free, fizzy, natural. Producer Ty's looking at me with a weird face because he knows the credit line and I don't. Oops. That's okay. That's why we don't generally go out in the cars. Hit 106.9 Sunday Sesh with Ed and Gia. My weekend has been very eventful. Yeah, you were um, hanging out with the uh, boyfriend's family, weren't you? All weekend? Not all weekend, but for a good chunk of it, yes, I was doing the dutiful girlfriend thing. So he lives with his younger brother and his mum, and they were moving house. So they lived in this tiny shoebox of a place where, you know, the bedrooms could just fit a bed. Like that, that was, was it. it. That was 100% it. You walked into a bedroom door and just had to launch onto a bed. This is how small the place Where was. Where did they keep their clothes? Uh, it was actually a four-bedroom house and they all sort of kept their clothes in that fourth bedroom. No way. Like yeah. a shared walk-in wardrobe. Essentially, yeah. So it was a very small house and this new place that they've just moved into this weekend that I helped move all of their stuff across to is massive. It's like only $10 extra a week in rent and it's what? split level. So you go up to the bedrooms, you go down to the lounge room and there is a pool. <laughs> You've been talking about this pool oh. I think for the last, at least all day today. Because, like, I mean, it's great to be semi-close to the beach. Like in Newcastle, you're never that far from the beach. Yeah. You can always drive to the beach. But how good is it when you just literally roll out of the house, you just finished mm. lunch, and you just go straight into the pool. It's just, I'm so excited for summer now because just I'm just like... wade there, float around in the pool. Oh, yeah. And I've already sussed where all the side gates for the house are so that I can just <laughs> sneak in while they're not there. But, yeah, we were moving everything across, like everything they own, you know. It was a lot of things. Well, how did they fit it all into the small house? A lot of it was in a shed that was out the back right. and then under the carport. Because I was just going to ask, what are they going to fill this house with? But if they had well, they're going to fill it with junk. I'm going to put it out there. They are filling the house with junk because his mum is a hoarder. Really? To the max. Like, what What are some of the things that she had <sighs> that she was hoarding? Um, okay. 21 tennis rackets. <laughs> Do you think any of them play tennis? <laughs> Do they not play tennis at all? No one plays tennis. Did she throw them any of them out on the move? Nope. No. Nope. 
Be- so, like, people oh. would use a move to clean out, you know, get yeah. rid of the stuff. No. Because I'm a bit of a hoarder, but I move house quite a bit because I'm, like moved around and uh, like I always rent so I'm living in different spots. It's so much easier when you're renting yeah. because you have to move your life. It's yeah. easier to have less stuff. No, 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 no. They had camping gear in the shed out the back. Five tents. Five. <laughs> For the one family. For three people. Five tents. There was a bike <laughs> in the shed out the back of their house that was, I kid you not, rusted and not just on like you know where the bikes usually generally rust you know the whole thing was completely rusted (laughs) the chain was off the bike seat was ripped and the stuffing of the seat was popping out it was from tom when he was like 10 years old he's now 25 (laughs) she almost cried when we said we're throwing it out really is it that bad it's seriously that bad she had five portable clothing racks when they all have inbuilt wardrobes and would not let us get rid of a single one. Where did you put them all in this new house? They're all just going into random rooms. Like, it's all just piled in that house at the moment and then I left them to do the rest. But I was just like, this move could have been half as hard as it was if you would have just gotten rid of all this (laughs) junk. But because I don't really know her, I just had to be like, okay, I'll move your 20 clothing racks. No problem at all. K106.9 Sunday Sesh. With Ed and Gia. Now, Gia, there's something I want to say, and I probably could have said it in our workplace whinge earlier, which is when we all whinge about our workplace, and you and I work together. So, AKA, you're about to <laughs> whinge at me for something that I've done. You what have see, I done? You can see straight through me, Gia. Yeah, we've known each other for too long. <laughs> Cut to the chase, what have I done? Look, I'm a bit annoyed at you because you and I had something to do here at work at midday today. Yes, we had previously locked that in as a social engagement at yeah. the 12 o'clock time of hour. <laughs> <laughs> and you you sent me a message, oh, what was it, like half an hour before or something, mm. saying, I'm going to be late, can we like push it back? And I was working all day, so I had other things to do. Mm. You had freebies to give out in the cars today. Sure did. Mm. But I hate waiting for people when they're late. Um, excuse me, at least I gave you a heads up. I could have just rocked up late and not even told you and just been like, oh, sorry, mate, traffic, whatever. Look, yeah, that's a little bit of a redeeming factor, but I hate people who are late and I hate being late to things myself. I thought you were the kind of person that was late. I don't know why, you just put off that vibe. Look, I am very laid back. I'm a very, you know, just easy breezy kind of guy, cover girl, but, um, (laughs) but... I'm a planner. I do not like being late to things. If I have to catch a train down to Sydney, I'm going out to Sydney for the weekend, I will be at the train station 20 minutes before it goes. Why? Just in case it's early. They're never early, Ed. Just in case. Spoiler alert, they're always bloody late. (laughs) I catch the bus into work every single day and I'm waiting at that bus stop 10 minutes before it's due to be there. Is this like public transport specific? or Everything. Everything. And look... I hate being late, but I also can't be early to things. I'll get lost. True. <laughs> if I have a coffee date or a breakfast date, or I don't get many dates, but if I go on a date and I rock up 10 minutes early, I'll wait around the corner of the coffee shop that I'm meeting them at. Why? And then walk around right on time. Is it because you don't want to appear desperate? I don't want to appear desperate, and I, I don't know, I sort of like being the one to get there after, because I hate sitting there awkwardly on my own as well. 
But if you have to not be there early and not be there late, what happens if it's 10 seconds past the hour and you're... I'm not that crazy. <laughs> I mean, 15 seconds, you're pushing it. <laughs> Go. Hit 106.9 Sunday Sesh with Ed and Gia. I'm sure if you're heading out for a Sunday Sesh tonight, there will be quite a few... 18-year-olds mm-hmm. out and about celebrating the end of the HSC. Finally, it's done. I remember that feeling. The HSC was finished and I went to the pub at Dunny Doo and got myself a scurry of new. Did ya? Sure did. <laughs> Such a country boy. <laughs> but I mean, like, obviously every student didn't finish on Friday. The last two exams, design and technology and drama, though, did wrap up on Friday. So, you know, mm. somebody might have finished in the first week and gone and hit it hard. <laughs> but this is, like, fully done. Everything's now, done. Yeah, everything is done. And now the students just have to sit and wait until the 13th of December before they get their re- marks released. Remember that feeling as well? It's like you can breathe because you finish your exams, but you can't breathe because you don't know how well you did. You're still sitting in the back of your mind as to going, oh, God, but what happens if I didn't get that mark? What if I don't get into that uni course that I was thinking? It's the worst. And I know that with uh, a lot of exams, and when people ask you how you've gone, you you don't want to be like, oh, it went really good, and then it gets a bad mark. Yeah. So you just play it really. You go, oh, you know, it was good. The HSC, it went okay. You play it down a bit. But, I mean, it might turn around and in a couple of weeks' time, people don't get the marks that they expected. Mm. And that's totally fine too. I mean, you know, it's not the be-all and end-all. It's great to study hard and to try your hardest and put your effort in. But I hate when people put such importance on that Mm. one number at the end of a 13-year schooling career. And a lot of students go through really tough times when it comes to HSE. Look, and it's really important as well that that number isn't going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Like, it might be the biggest thing you're doing right now, but you and I, Gia, we were having a chat before about our marks that we got in the HSC. And Vastly different. Vast different. Mine was quite low. But, um, you know, you and I are still here, sitting together, doing something we love, mm. and, and we're killing it. And you didn't do quite so well. I did really well. And, I mean, you've got a uni degree now under yeah. your belt. I haven't finished uni, in all honesty. So... You know, you might think that your life is going in a certain direction uh, and you get a high mark. I think I got something like 83.7. And, I mean, now I am. I have a great job. Mm. It's fantastic. No qualification from uni needed, I guess, is the way to go. You just work hard and you work around it. It's not the end of the yeah. world. So we just wanted to give a bit of hope to any student that might be listening to the Sunday sesh right now. Don't stress. If that mark isn't what you wanted, there are ways around it. There are ways to go about your life and to, you know, just be be a boss. Be Beep. your own boss. <laughs> do whatever you want to do and just feel good about it. Own it. That's it. Good old message to take away <laughs> on a Sunday, on the Sunday sesh with Ed and Gia. This is... Hit 106.9 Sunday sesh. With Ed and Gia.